This is the EPLOG audio experience. Experiences are valuable. They either become interesting stories or lifelong lessons. Welcome to Voice of Achievers, a podcast that captures the lessons in these stories and the emotions within such experiences. My name is Yashika and I talk to passionate individuals from diverse fields as they share their journey, their disappointments, their motivations. What did they experience? How could they have done better? Can we, the listeners, benefit from their stories? Well, let's find out. Serious subjects require serious storytellers. Well, not really. Our guest today is an example of how great matters about nature, climate change and the environment can be dealt with a pinch of green humor. Rohan Chakravarti from Nagpur gave up his career in dentistry to take up drawing for wildlife and conservation. After a brief experience of working as a designer and illustrator, Rohan gradually made cartooning for nature a full-time career. Art from his website, Green Humor, has been used for several conservation campaigns and publications, including the Wildlife Trust of India and National Geographic Traveller. His series has won awards at the United Nations Development Programme, the Worldwide Fund of Nature and the Royal Bank of Scotland, among others, while Rohan himself is a fellow of the International League of Conservation Writers. He's also worked on several books as an illustrator, cartoonist and a writer. He doesn't like answering phone calls and meeting people, for he's too consumed by staring at birds, animals and nature. We finally got him talking today. Welcome to the show, Rohan. Thank you, Yashika. Thanks for having me at a show called Voice of Achievers, despite me not really being one. What inspired you to actually start creating comic strips for something as serious as the environment, and especially ones that deal with a pinch of humor? Well, to answer that in one word, a tigress. Uh, it was the first uh, wild tigress I saw, and you know, I, I was just very carried away by the moment, and I began to wonder if you know I could use uh, my skill, which was cartooning, to communicate ideas about wild animals and their conservation, and. When I started out, there wasn't much material on on these matters as cartoons as or as visual satire. So I thought, why not fill in the gap? And when did you know that you were finally ready to quit the job at the animation studio and take this up full time? Uh, I have to go back a bit. I studied to become a dentist. It was a five-year course and, you know, midway during the course, I realized that, I, uh, that this wasn't something I wanted to do. And uh, I needed some kind of an outlet to vent out my frustration and cartooning became that. So during the course of dentistry, I realized that my next career could be animation because uh, I knew how to draw. I knew how to draw in sequence, which are two skills that you need to be an animator. I trained myself for a career in animation, secured a job in Bangalore at a film studio. I mean, I really enjoyed working in animation. But at the, at the same time, I also began to realize that, you know, I prefer a static medium of art more than uh, something that is in motion because uh, the kind of art I, w- I wanted to put out needed 
my readers to take some time and pause and you know reflect on what i was presenting so the videographic medium wasn't working for me as much as static illustrations would which is when i made up my mind to focus more on cartooning and less on animation and eventually that paved the way for a career in cartooning hmm. so you said you trained for animation uh, what kind of a training was that and or did those skills help you in honing your cartooning skills for the uh, both cartooning and animation are are uh, branches of visual arts and uh, i think the the founding principles of uh, animation and cartooning are more or less the same my training in animation happened mostly online you know gathering various sources and signing up for various tutorials uh, specifically i learned a lot from sherm cohen who was the storyboard artist for uh, spongebob squarepants when i was starting out he had just started his uh, uh, free tutorials online so i learned a lot from him and uh, a lot of the principles of animation like you know uh, character design the way you uh, draw characters out of shapes the way you draw storyboards the, the way you draw sequences uh, the way you put things in perspective in a frame all those apply to the art of cartooning as well what differs is that uh, cartooning is also a lot about writing so you know you you must know how to write a gag you must know how to compose a punchline and those are things that you learn along the way so yeah it was a lot of self training it was a lot of uh, application of the principles of one medium into another and i think i eventually began to enjoy the art of cartooning a lot more than animation design so does online tutorials help and if it does uh, yeah. considering the number of online courses that we have in today's date what sort of self discipline may be required for you to take the best out of what is available online at least when i was starting out i don't think there were very good animation institutes in india maybe there still aren't and the ones that are only teach you how to operate software which is something you can learn by yourself what you really need to learn is the, the principle behind animation or cartooning or whatever art form it is that you want to pursue and not many teachers in india are equipped to teach that so i think online tutorials really help now i guess there's so much more material online to look up i think uh, self training is very convenient in today's day and age with what having said that uh, it also needs a lot of discipline it also needs a lot of commitment it needs uh, some uh, nuts and bolts in your head to be loose to be able to you know commit yourself to long hours of training that really helps so or do, would you want to find like a mentor and you know go back to them and ask them for their advice to get better or is it just learning uh, when you're on the go or in the process and just getting better for you uh, i think it's very important to have mentors yes seniors in the field for me i have a lot of imaginary mentors people i really haven't met but have i've consumed their work like crazy and i've, I've practically grown up on their work so i think these people have been instrumental in shaping my career i'll name a few first and foremost jendy tartakovsky he created uh, samurai jack and dexter's lab two two of my favorite tv shows it was by copying his work that i realized that i could draw and make cartoons so you know sorry jendy i i i think i infringed your copyrights there but i was only a school child i used to make uh, several comic books out of uh, rough notebooks in my in my school days which my teachers used to take home to read so you know that gave me a lot of encouragement and push to draw more uh, as a teenager i started uh, to explore the work of bill watterson and i was just blown away by the uh, just the amount of uh, the wit the humor not just a bit but see the, the comic strip is a very limited space okay and 
a lot of cartooners before him couldn't really accomplish what he did in that limited space he he really mm-hmm. bent the rules and he really you know gave that space in the newspaper a whole new meaning then the work of gary larson and i think gary's uh, use of dark humor has really inspired me to uh, go beyond plain jokes to try and experiment with different kinds of humor and different kinds of plots so talking of humor where does this humor come from does it, uh, how do you generate these ideas <laughs> that's the most <laughs> difficult question i've been i've ever been asked i really don't know where humor comes from but i think it's just about you know learning to not take yourself too seriously and when you do that you begin to see humor in a lot of you know daily situations i derive a lot from daily situations uh, like interacting with friends you know reading reading up about random news relating you know random daily occurrences with with my subjects which happen to be wild animals so a lot of humor is generated that way some of the humor i present in my cartoons related to environmental issues are more serious are more informative so so you know it depends on what the plot is what you want to convey and what manner you want to convey uh, the information in hmm one is the art uh, that comes from within and the other is the craft of storytelling so what according to you is the difference between the two and does it take some time to to get your hands dirty in both and just try and figure out a way to blend the two together to produce what you do i don't think there are there are two different entities i think storytelling naturally has to come from within and it's not really a story that you are being true to if it doesn't come from within so a lot of the humor i draw is uh, there there are things i i genuinely feel for and there are things that i'm genuinely passionate about like uh, if if see if i'm drawing on social issues which i do uh, not very often but i do try my hand at other you know other kinds of cartooning i i see a difference in quality because i you know i may not be as passionate about subjects that are not wild animals so i think uh, the best stories come out when you know you genuinely feel for them from within hmm. so what what motivates you well wild animals uh, to put it simply but again daily situations literature literature motivates me a lot I, i keep saying this you know inspiration is is like a fat gecko on the wall when you are looking for it it hides behind the clock when you least expect it it jumps onto your lap so you never know when the next idea is going to come from and this is why i've uh, you know I'm, i've also started to inculcate the habit of sleeping with a notepad right beside myself because the best ideas i think come at midnight and that's yeah. really unfortunate what has been some of your fears some of your failures because yours is a particularly a social media centric task so does it bother you that well today there's something i need to produce but then the idea isn't striking in or does mm-hmm. does that happen often well uh, first thing it's not really social media driven or social media centric the moment i started cartooning i i always aimed for newspapers because i think that is still you know the widest demographic of readership you can appeal to in a country like india and i've been fortunate enough to you know secure the newspaper columns i have today most of the stuff you see uh, on my social media the at least the comics and the cartoons are uh, the ones that have been that have appeared in these newspapers so yeah i primarily make art for newspapers and not social media is just a, a a portfolio online that you see of my work Secondly, yeah, about uh, I think there have been many failures, and 
you know there, there are new failures every day so to give you examples uh, when i started out i was uh, i wasn't taking this medium of cartooning very seriously i was just making cartoons for fun and the subjects uh, that i would enjoy drawing and that, that was getting too easy for me that was getting wasn't getting very challenging and i think i stuck to that mold for a while without realizing that you know i'm uh, probably driving myself into a rut i started to uh, experiment with different kinds of information that i wanted to portray more complex conservation issues broken down into comic strips and you know once i started doing that i really began to find my feet and but also publishers so yeah i think uh, the biggest lesson i've learned is to not be complacent is to not uh, you know be repetitive and to constantly challenge yourself any sacrifices that you've had to make moving from a job of an animator to uh, full time Actually, no. I think it was. Uh, I was very focused at you know having a career in cartooning, and I was willing to give up anything that came in its way. So, so yeah. When when I used to work for you know uh, the studio or for other people, I I would always ask myself, you know, whose dream am I working towards? It isn't mine. So you know that needs correction. So when I started full time cartooning, I you know I I knew that I was working for myself. I knew that I was working for something I have dreamt of and. you know that yeah the, i think that's really helped me uh, move forward there, there hasn't been any looking back since thankfully and uh, yeah i guess uh, what uh, really uh, keeps you going is 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 how passionate you are about your uh, about what you're trying to portray fair enough but uh, of course passion is important and it really motivates you to keep going but then how, what about financial stability i'm sure that's also a concern especially when it comes to taking something artistic up as a full time career so i am a man of very simple pleasures so that's really helped me keep afloat yeah i mean uh, there is a financial sacrifice involved in in taking up a career in any kind of art in, in india and uh, yeah i think uh, uh, over time you grow to realize that you know th- there is a certain kind of lifestyle that you will have to lead all your life in order to sustain this kind of a career and in order to uh, for that career to sustain you so that is something that i have made peace with i don't have any complaints about it i think i'm coming back to the social media platform yeah, yeah. which is which is where a lot many people end up seeing your content talking about the social media platforms where they the young ones consume your content how consuming is it for you and where do you draw the line like i said i just use social media as an online portfolio uh, sometimes yes i when there is something very offbeat or risky or you know something that may not end up in my columns issues that are overtly political but i do feel compelled to com- comment on so those kind of cartoons are the ones i just put up directly on social media so you will see a lot of work on, on my social media platforms that are not part of my columns about being time consuming yes it is a, i think it's a an unavoidable ill uh, today to you know put put your work out because uh, like you said young adults uh, mostly consume uh, or read your work on social media and mm-hmm. and yeah i think it's a, a great platform for engagement as well because i, I have seen a lot of people who wouldn't normally read my work in a publication mm. engaging with it on social media so i think that's uh, you know it's it's got two sides to it and both sides uh, can be explored to benefit your work 
fair enough but the engagement also sometimes includes hatred or disagreement like does that disappoint you uh, well i'll be honest with you i've i'm somebody who's had a lot of anger management issues in the past so dealing with you know online trolls is really beginning to build character and patience in me and i think that's a <laughs> that's an advantage of being trolled online i mean if if you are resistant to it it works in your favor yeah what if social media channels just vanish tomorrow is there a plan I'll be b i'll be happy i'll be i'll be i'll be the happiest person on earth <laughs> okay so there doesn't need to be a plan b because social media isn't plan a at all it was never plan a but see uh, it's become a very integral part of publishing today because the outreach that social media gives your portfolio you know other, other things can't but i also believe that art is something that outlasts its platform and you know the platform doesn't outlast art so if your belief in your art is strong enough that it will outlast its platform i don't think the shutting down of social media should bother an artist you've been at many summits many gatherings across the world what are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned well i think one lesson i've i've learned is that conservation the ethos of conservation are you know more or less common around the world and uh, as far as you know i'll go on to say that most of these summits i've been to speak about environment and environment conservation and i've learned that india as a nation at least historically has been doing a much better task at you know saving its environment and saving its natural resources than most countries in the west and yeah. uh, this is something that uh, we should really be proud of. so india although india has fared a lot better than most other countries historically it should be doing much better today uh, given today's times another thing i've learned about my art is that humor works very differently in different cultural environments and you know mm. it's very important to acquaint yourself with a bit of cultural history about a given region when you are drawing about it okay so how would you be able to make it universal or it can it not be universal i i don't think art really needs to i mean uh, that shouldn't be a concern when you're starting out to draw an idea because mm. uh, yeah i mean it should be done to i mean when you go about making art you know it should be for yourself in the first place and only then will you be able to be honest with and uh, you know when you start out thinking about readership and how many people are going to read or understand what you're drawing i don't think it really uh, elevates the quality of your art so i i don't go about thinking that you know the such and such piece i'm setting about to make should be universal but uh, it's uh, there's certain, certainly a uh, a worry that it should be understood by the demographic i'm trying to appeal to so 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 yeah i think the key is to not try too many things at once and to keep it uh, you know as simple as possible there's a there's a general rule in cartooning that the shorter the punchline is the harder it lands so you know as long as you are sticking to that and ensuring that you know there are aren't too many complications around what you're trying to portray it it should work so two characteristics that you think are necessary when being in a profession that is creative you've got to be crazy in the head and you've got to learn to make daydreaming a part of your daily routine i think that's really important because you know a lot of people keep thinking that it's all about discipline and it's all about uh, you know uh, sticking to schedules yes it's, it's it is about that but i think you uh, you know if you don't train your mind to wander 
any downsides of being in this space yeah again i'm going to give you an example so i'm going to take you back to 1948 when uh, k shankar pillai among our legendary cartoonists founded uh, this publication called shankar's weekly and uh, jawaharlal nehru at that point told him very famously shankar don't spare me a prime minister of the country telling a cartoonist to not spare him you know and that is the kind of freedom the creative freedom that the cartooning greats of this nation have flourished in i don't think that kind of freedom is available to us right now in this political environment i think that is my major complaint with readership today and you know that could really be a lot better given the very rich history of debate and discourse that this country has had finally what does achievement mean to you question well i i think uh, achievement should not be uh, measured in you know number of followers or the number of awards etc i think for me it is uh, to have some kind of a tangible impact of your work on your reader so if you ask me what i have achieved with my work i think i have uh, made small breakthroughs that matter a lot to me for example uh, there there was uh, once an instance where uh, i drew a comic about a monkey found in the amazon which which is uh, which suffers from a lot from pet trade it is taken from the wild and sold as pets in in south american countries and i drew a comic about it which was published in my uh, portal on go comics in the us and somebody from peru happened to read that comic and he wrote reached out to me saying that uh listen i was planning to buy this monkey but i did not after reading your work and you know that made a lot of difference to how i began seeing my work and i how i began to uh, see impact in it i think that is that that is the biggest achievement for a cartoonist and if i may probe just a little bit how do you measure this this tangible impact is it just a feeling or is no no i say tangible because i i know that you know i probably saved one monkey among this entire species with with a comic and that is a huge thing for somebody sitting in india you know making a, an impact on a reader's mind in peru through a portal in the us so again that that's that also proves how effective social media can be when used correctly very interesting all i can say is may you continue drawing and may you continue educating and enlightening just the way you do with a pinch of green humor Thank you so thank much, Rohan. It was very enlightening talking to you. Uh, I've been asked very difficult questions. I hope I've been able to answer them correctly. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm so I'm so happy that I could get you on a phone call. Thank you. Thanks a lot for being Thanks. on the show, Rohan. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe to Voice of Achievers and share the link with your friends. Tune in for brand new episodes every Sunday at 11 a.m. Stay updated and stay connected by following us on Instagram at Voice of Achievers. You may also send us guest suggestions or topics that you'd like us to cover with our guests by writing to us. Send out an email to editor at voiceofachievers.com with your name followed by your suggestion. Trust me, we are listening. and we cannot wait to share more such voices to empower you